This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So let's bring in Julian Council, Locked On Panthers podcast, my friend. All right, sir. They've got, would you agree, quarterback is figured out, right? Uh, who's going to start a quarterback is figured out. Yes. Uh, who the long-term answer is? No. If that's still to be determined. Are you right? John has to play football first in the NFL. We have to see that he succeeds and leads his team to the playoffs multiple times before we can go out there and say that they have solved the problem. The hope is that they've solved the problem, but until we see him play games, I can't sit here and say that yes, quarterback is fixed. But who's going to start? We do know that it's going to be Bryce Young, <laughs> right? So are you? Are you? Well, first of all, I actually think it's look how how great Bryce Young is. That remains to be seen. Um, sure. But I do believe that Bryce Young walks onto the football field. I'll be surprised if he's not at least good. So I think that they have. I th- I think they do have their long term answer at quarterback. Um, but how great he is is a different story. But I do think that he steps on the field, and I think he is he's the best quarterback they have had since 2018, today. Yes, I would, and I would bet on him to do well over him failing. Like that's, I, I am in the camp of I think Bryce Young will be a good NFL player, and I agree with you, Adam. It's just is it be, to be determined later how good of an NFL player he'll be and whether he'll be a great one because we know – Patrick Mahomes is great. We've seen <laughs> so far that, I mean, hell, maybe Jalen Hurts is great after this year. Like, there's a handful of guys that are really the top of the NFL. Now, can he be that? I don't know. But right now in this division where it's wide open and you look in Atlanta and Tampa and New Orleans where they don't have long-term quarterbacks figured out either, and, you know, hopefully Bryce is the guy here in Carolina, you know, they have the opportunity where they can at least have the best one in their division. And we've seen how, I mean, obviously Tom Brady was great for a long time. Who did Buffalo, who did the Jets, who did the Dolphins have in that division to go up against them? Like, it really helps if you have the right quarterback situation and the rest of your division is in flux trying to figure out who the guy's going to be and bringing in a new guy every two years. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC South? Derek Carr right now. Ooh. Until, I mean, until (laughs) I look, that's the thing. Until I see Bryce Young, it's Derek Carr. And I haven't seen enough of Desmond Ritter. Although I think Ritter, based off of what I saw from him in Cincinnati, I feel like he can be a solid starter. And obviously Arthur Smith down there in Atlanta, year three, where they had about two years to figure out that cap situation. And now they could be somewhat competitive this year. They really need him to step up. And in Tampa, I don't know what they're going to do. Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. From what wake an opportunity. That does not seem like a good situation there for Todd Bowles and the Buccaneers. No, <laughs> no, it does not. All right, Julian Council, Lockdown Panthers podcast. You and I have talked about uh, this particular issue before. We talked about it before last season. All right, quarterback, let's just say, all right, we figured this out. What yeah. other positions do you think they still need to figure out? I think the only one that they are actually willing to address would be outside linebacker in particular, finding that other edge rusher opposite Brian Burns. If that's something that last year they failed to do, Hassan Reddick, who was there in 2021 when he had a fantastic season playing with Brian Burns, he went to Philadelphia. And, of course, Eagles went to the Super Bowl. And on Super Bowl media night, he said the Panthers had other plans. And those were plans, of course, Deshaun Watson, trying to have enough cap space to try and facilitate that trade. Obviously, Watson decided, nah, I'm good. I don't want to come to Carolina. And Reddick 
really he went back home. He's from Camden, New Jersey, right across the river from Philadelphia. I don't really see how anyone could really begrudge him from going from Carolina to Philadelphia, being back home, making a lot of money, having a great season. Like I'm just happy for the guy. I'm not sitting here being like, oh man, the Panthers really messed that one up because it didn't really seem like the money was ever really going to be right for Hassan Reddick, even if they weren't going after uh, Deshaun Watson that offseason. But they didn't bring anyone in last year. And while the sack numbers only dropped from 39 in 2021 20, to 35 last year, you just did not see Mm-mm. the kind of pressure that you would want to see from a team that has a defense that I think can really ascend this year in this new scheme. Like Burns went out there, had a great year, 12 and a half sacks. Frankie Louvu had sacks, had seven sacks last season as a full-time starter. But he's going to be more of an inside linebacker in the scheme. I don't know how much they're going to ask him to be an outside linebacker this upcoming season. Hassan, not Hassan Oreg, but um, Marquise Haynes, who would probably figure in to be the starter at outside linebacker last year, this upcoming season, he had five sacks. And he didn't get his first sack until week 11 against Atlanta. So you can't have a guy who's your starter going most of the season without even producing anything in terms of a sack or tackle for loss. So I would just feel like it would make sense you go out there and sign someone. They didn't sign Leonard Floyd. He signed with Buffalo. They didn't sign Frank Clark. He signed with Denver. I don't know whether they were interested in either one of those guys at all, but you got Yannick Ngakwe is available. You got guys like Melvin Ingram is available. I mean, Clowney, I, I, he's a name more than actually a guy who's going to help right. you, but I guess he's available and hometown guy from Rock Hill. So I just feel like that's a position that they should, that they probably would address. Whereas, I mean, wide receiver, it is what it is. Like, they, they have the guys that they have, and they probably they feel good about them, although I still think that's going to be a pretty major weakness yeah. when you just compare it to the rest of the NFL's wide receiver cores. But it's better than what they had last year when you looked at what they had outside of DJ Moore. So outside linebacker, that other edge rusher, I feel like that is really the missing piece for this team, like defensively and in overall, because the roster everywhere else is, is fine, good enough, I think, to compete in this division. Uh, I think they're good enough to compete as is in this division. I don't think anybody is going to be a, an 11-win team. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the division was won at 9-8. and eight. Um, But you and I agree on the wide receiver. Like, is there going to be somebody available in the, uh, I, I mean, I guess they could have gone out and maybe kicked the tires on DeAndre Hopkins, but uh, is there going to be somebody who might be available in training camp that could make them better? Uh, I don't know. It seems they seem average at best to me, but it is an upgrade over last year. Well, um, here's the thing, Adam. They have more options. Last do. year, the only option was DJ Moore. Like, let's be honest. Like, right. Robbie Anderson, now known as Chosen Anderson, even when he was on the team didn't provide not much. It's not like they threw the ball that much to McCaffrey in the passing game, and those guys went around after, what, week five or six. Right. So after that, it was pretty much Terrace Marshall, who did show flashes and is a player who I still think can help this team. But Frank Reich did let it slip yesterday that Jonathan Mingo, the guy that drafted in the second round, who potentially could be here to replace Terrace Marshall, that he's uh, looked pretty good so far through OTAs and mandatory minicamp for the sure. last four weeks. So, I mean, I look at wide receiver – I just feel like that's a position that they're going to try to address next year. You have Adam Thielen. Like, I feel like they can get something out of him at age 33 this year. It's about age 34 and age 35 seasons in 2024 and 2025. Like, what are you really expecting out of Adam Thielen no. then? And there's a reason why Minnesota move off to him. And now Minnesota's apparently moving off of a lot of guys. They've moved off of Dalvin Cook. Yep. Hunter might be out of town. So I'm not really quite sure what's going up there uh, with the Vikings. Not really all that concerned either. But just looking at the situation, like, DJ Chark, one-year kind of guy. We'll see whether they can actually span on his route tree. He can be that big play guy, and that's what Frank Reich is hoping. They just don't really have any of those long-term solutions that you really can bet on. Like my, The thing I'm looking at is I'm monitoring the situation up in Cincinnati 
with T. Higgins. We saw the, a year prior with A.J. Brown and not getting the money he wanted in Tennessee and, and ended up getting traded. And mm-hmm. T. Higgins is waiting for Joe Burrow to get get paid, and then they got to pay Jamar Chase. I would <laughs> pay Jamar Chase before I would pay T. Higgins. So if I'm Cincinnati, a team that's usually been pretty uh, cheap, I could see that being a situation where Carolina could get a guy who could be a number one wide receiver. Because right now on the roster, there's not one, and I just don't look at Hopkins coming in now who hasn't really been healthy the last few years being the solution. So I, I would kind of think that's something they're going to wait to do next year. They have better options now. You just adding Hayden Hurst, too, and Miles Sanders. So overall, it's pass catchers, better options than without a year ago. So that's an upgrade, even though it's a very average, at best, wide receiver core. I know you and I have talked about this before. I love the acquisition of Hayden Hurst. I think, I think yeah. on the low... Of all the things they did in this offseason, and I like uh, Miles Sanders as running back, I think Hayden Hurst, second only to Bryce Young, in terms of new face that can have an impact on this upcoming season. He is a legitimate pass-catching threat if he can stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing. And I know he said his goal is that he just wants to be healthy this season, that he played the entirety of last season with that, that hernia issue that he had surgery on this offseason. So the fact that he was able to have a really solid season for a team that he helped get to the AFC Championship game in Cincinnati, now that he's healthy, you know, he's still kind of working back to health, but thinking that he's going to be healthy this year, at least starting into the season, you got to feel good about what he provides. And the fact that this new scheme actually wants to utilize the tight end. I know Tommy Trimble, who was drafted a couple years ago, more of a run blocker, but there's thoughts that maybe with his athleticism he could add and add to the passing game, even though, I mean, guys who don't do it in college, it's rare that you see them develop and do it in the NFL. But sure, there's, there's hope that maybe that can happen. But he was talking about to the Observer last week that they're actually coaching them to run routes and to be a part of this <laughs> offense. So knowing that Frank Reich has had some pretty solid tight ends, Eric Ebron, a North Carolina guy who had his best season in his career with Indianapolis with Reich in that first year with Andrew Luck, uh, that's the hope that maybe Hayden Hurst can have a career year here in Carolina. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. He's one of the better additions. I would even say Von Bell at safety is a big mm-hmm. one because he was a leader and a captain in Cincinnati, really helped him. I thought him and Jesse Bates are an excellent safety duo, and that allows Jeremy Chin to come close to the line of scrimmage and probably makes the defense better as a whole. So, yeah, I mean, Bryce Young, Hayden Hurst, Von Bell, they they made some pretty solid additions, even though you probably wouldn't look at them on paper and be like, oh, man, those are flashy additions, but they're solid, needed additions for the team this offseason, I think it makes them a better team and puts them in contention to win the NFC South. Final thing about the Panthers for Julian Council, Locked On Panthers podcast. Um, any concern about J.C. Horn? Uh, I know the injury isn't considered serious. They say he'll be mm-hmm. back for training camp, which is about six weeks from now. Any concerns at all? It's unfortunate, too, that it happened the same week that he – had spoken to Joe Person of The Athletic about how he wasn't injury-prone and all the injuries he's had have been right. breaks. You look at his rookie year, the broken foot, and then last year had the broken wrist, had a rib issue that cost him two games as well. I don't really know what you're supposed to do about that. That's just football. He said it hadn't been muscle injuries, and again, this one's not. It's a foot or ankle. It's the opposite of the one that he had injured uh, back in 21. But, yeah, I mean, there's got to be some level of concern, even if it's not serious, because the guy's not out there not getting reps late in OTA's mandatory minicamp. The fact that uh, the Panthers had turned around their season as much as they could and were in contention for the division in Week 17, but because he wasn't out there and Dante Jackson weren't out there, that's a big reason why they lost that game. We have not seen nearly enough out of C.J. Henderson to have 
or positives out of C.J. Anderson to have any sort of uh, faith in his ability. Same thing with Keith Taylor, third-year player out of Washington. Like, they just were liabilities last year, so much so, where Keith Taylor was benched in the meaningless Week 18 game for Josh Norman (laughs) coming off the street. So that was a wild thing that happened. There's concern because if those two guys aren't healthy, I just don't know. You can depend on the guys back there because Dante's coming off an Achilles. He said yesterday that he will be back for training camp. Uh, Frank Reich didn't mention that he would start off on Puffs. I guess he'll be ready for training camp. We'll see. Uh, But, yeah, those two guys, they're not healthy, and they really have struggled Dante since 2020. The Terpso, the hamstring, last year the Achilles most serious. Now, J.C., yeah, I'm concerned. I don't know if I'm going to be overly concerned. But, yeah, it's certainly something that uh, to be – a little concerned about heading into this year. All right, final uh, final thing, because I know you've already circled August 9th and 10th on your calendar, Julian, uh, because those are the joint practices with the New York Jets. Are you fired up to watch Aaron Rodgers work? Is that still your guy or what? No, I don't care. I, uh, that's, that's, you know, I, that's what I want to know, Adam, because I know you were a, you said you were no longer a Jets fan. Right. You were a Rodgers fan. I was. But then you stepped away from Rodgers. I did. But now he's with the Jets. Are you sure that you can't get back with your two exes? No, man. I am going to start singing J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets again. I've got my popcorn. I am ready to watch uh, to watch that madness unfold with no emotional attachment at all. I it uh-huh. Look, as a, as a former Jets fan, a recovering Jets fan, as, uh-huh. I, as I term it, I understand. I know all too well the stench that is the New York Jets. I know I well, don't. I do not think Aaron Rodgers can overcome it. Well, the Jets did kill Carl, so I, I do understand that. But <laughs> if they won a Super Bowl, you're telling me you're not going to shed any no. sort of tears. I'd be fun. It'll be fun to watch. But I no, I'm. I don't uh, like. I saw on first take. For, it was first take or get up. One of those two ESPN shows where they asked the question: If Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl with the Jets would he become the most beloved Jet over Joe Namath? And, no. frankly, that's offensive. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just Broadway Joe's personality. Right. Even though, you know, it ten, tends to be a little, little weird sometimes. Very. People love him. So yeah. I, I, can't, I cannot see that being a, a possibility. But, hey, you know what? It'll be interesting to see when those two teams uh, link up down in Wofford, especially, you know, the Jets are a team where they had a quarterback last year. Or I guess if Mike White didn't hurt his ribs, they're probably a playoff team. And for the Panthers to get a close look against them, and it's also semi the Packers. So there's a lot of Packers players on the Jets now. <laughs> it's always good to have joint practices against a team who actually will be a, what people believe is a Super Bowl contender. But eh. like that is the Jets. So can we really believe in them exactly. being a Super Bowl contender? Exactly. They're not a Super Bowl contender, but they're probably a playoff team. And I appreciate your time. Julian Council, Lockdown Panthers podcast. Uh, I'm glad we did it, man. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, Adam. Talk to you. You got it. Julian Council, always, always fun to chat with. Look, just for so people understand, Julian brings it up, so let's just fill in the blanks for people. I grew up in the New York area going to Jets games. I, w- my family were season ticket holders to the Jets from 1974 until, well, f- several years after I went away to college. So... You know, probably by 1990, we probably had given up our seats or my dad was just getting the seats and selling them to ticket brokers, which is what he did for a lot of it anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Je- I was a Jets fan for, I don't know, 30 some odd years. 
but I am no longer a Jets fan because if a team continuously stinks and doesn't get it, they don't deserve your emotions. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Like, they they couldn't get out of their own. They just don't deserve your emotions. Yeah. I feel that as a Panther fan. A legit fan. <laughs> Although we did get rid of uh, some of the toxicity, Matt Rule. <laughs> oh, he was so, just part of it, right? Yes. It was just part of it. And if... If you are an unaffiliated football fan, and this is probably a very interesting, we could probably make this. uh, So I don't have a team, okay? I do not have a team for this year. We follow the Panthers. I I am not a Panthers fan. We follow the Panthers. Uh, And I will occasionally say we, just that's just kind of uh, more of a natural in-conversation thing because it is essentially our team here at the radio station. But I don't know which team I would support. I have a thought as to who I think would be fun to watch this year. The Jets will be fun in a reality TV sort of a way. But I'm not sure that it won't be the most fun to follow the Detroit Lions. Yeah. So I could be convinced for this year to be a Lions fan. And maybe we should do that. We should declare... An actual team. This is our team. Right. Right. I know the play-by-play voice of the Lions. Uh-huh. I could probably get, my, his name is Dan Miller. I used to work with him in Washington. I could probably get Dan to come on, I yeah. don't know, every week, every other week and talk Lions. Should we, we could adopt them as our team. You sh- we should do it. So we should consider that. Adopt a team. We could adopt a team in every sport. Right. Except, obviously, hockey. We're Hurricanes fans. The Lions need a little love. They've been real bad for a long time. They are picked to win the division. I know. Uh, I believe in Vegas they might even be the third or fourth choice out of the NFC to make it to the Super Bowl. They've been super impressive the last couple years. That might... They didn't make the playoffs last year. Well, that that might be. That might be a little ambitious, mm-hmm. but I think they can be good. Yeah. And I think the division is kind of crumbling around them. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, the Panthers could win the division at 9-8. and eight. Yeah. Maybe the Lions could win the the NFC North, not the Central, the NFC North. They have the potential. They just have eight. to get their strategy together. It's a struggle because they'll start out really hot in the season. What happened and... to biting kneecaps for Dan Campbell? <laughs> I know. That should be enough. I'm waiting for it. Right. Come on. We're going to bite your kneecaps off. It was a great strategy, by the yeah. way, if you can get away with it. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.